How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co-host here, Ryan Moran. Day two of training camp. Really excited about this Jets team. Some good news and some bad news. Uh, mostly good news, though. You know, a lot of positives to extract from today's practice. You know, some really notable things. Of course, Mikai Becton starting to get back into the works here. I'm excited to dive into training camp today. Ryan, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great, Alex. Definitely a busy morning. A lot of content coming out from one Jets drive. Today, obviously, there were no pads worn, so that it was an obvious advantage for the defensive line today. And supposedly they wreaked havoc. They made their presence felt. But nonetheless, Zach Wilson supposedly had a good practice. Turnover free, third down efficiency. The connection between he and Elijah Moore going into year two was uh, reportedly on display, and they made some big plays. So a lot of excitement brewing. Obviously, Brees Hall, you know, the uh, hype there continues for the rookie and some of the you know big plays that he was supposedly generating in both the run and pass game. So a lot going on and, you know, just an exciting day two at camp here for the Jets. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, Zach Wilson is the big one. He's the polarizing catalyst that either propels this Jets team to success or holds them back. Um, but of course, the 10 pounds of extra muscle mass is a big thing for him, really helping him set that foundation and basis, you know, increases uh, accuracy and whatnot. Um, but then, you know, you have uh, Mekhi Becton at right tackle now and George Fant at left tackle. That's situated, uh, Robert Sala said yesterday, that that is what they're going to roll with. Becton struggled today. Um, you know, he got beat a couple times against Vinnie Curry, got beat by Bryce Hoff, you know, really struggled just to get his uh, kind of his game out from under him. But I think, you know, this is his first time, like, you know, second practice coming back. He's going to be fine. Connor McGovern said that his past sets are looking really good. You, he called him a force of nature, of course, in the running game. He's going to be incredibly difficult to uh, control. Um, but you know, how long do you think it takes here for Mekhi Becton to really get back in his shape here? He hasn't played in almost a year. It's going to, you know, this is nothing I'm concerned about him struggling in practice is way overblown for the most part. I think that people that are actually harping on that are jumping the gun significantly. He's going to be just fine. Um, you know, Connor McGovern saying some good things about him definitely, uh, inspires some optimism moving forward. And I think in the next couple of days, we should probably see a much better performance, but what are your thoughts on that uh, specifically? For sure. I mean, look, like I said, there were no pads worn. So it's obviously the defensive line is able to tee off and really play at a little bit of a faster pace. And I think what you said really is exactly what I was going to state. You know, it's one thing to be in physical and athletic shape when you're working out and training in the offseason. But in Becton's case, you haven't played since last September. Like getting into football shape is just a different animal, as we all know. And I think, you know, for someone like him who was so successful, like he was as a rookie, sometimes facing some adversity and obviously you're making that adjustment from the left to the right side, you know, a couple of clips of him and ABT working together today. I think it's all fine. I think it's a part of the development and growth. Becton's only 23 years old. And I think if there's ever a time you want to make mistakes, it's in practice. That's facts. And, you know, Zach Wilson had a really big day. Uh, you know, throwing to Elijah Moore, a connection is obviously on display, a few big plays, and I'll throw on the clips for you guys so you can get an idea of exactly uh, some of the stuff that we did see in the highlights section. But we'll start off here, you know, just guys getting onto the fields, gingerly walking on, enjoying the the beautiful, uh, you know, New York, I guess, weather. Um, it's been a little hot here lately, but nonetheless, it's nice to get out there on the football field. And I got to say, I am so freaking happy that football is back, man. We've been waiting so long for the opportunity to give you guys constant updates. Really look at some of these clips. Here's Zach Wilson here. Nice breeze Brees hall. Beautiful. You know, you love to see it. Like, Brees Hall is going to be a force of nature for this team this year. He is a workhorse running back. He is a stud for Iowa State. Had over 1,300 yards the last two seasons. He scores touchdowns. He's a great receiver. They had some good uh, stuff going on. You know, we'll rewatch this really quickly. Um, you know, showcasing just that agility through the through the hoops. I know he's not the guy that's going to, 
you know, showcase that Derrick Henry power, but he's got some underrated power. He's very shifty for a bigger guy. That's the thing I really like about him. He's a big dude, but he is quick for a big dude. Um, you can see him just getting through that. Those kind of horizontal step overs and bam through the gap. Nice cut upfield. I like him a lot to, uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor in the terms of his style of running. He's like a one cut, get vertical type of guy, but he also has some shimmy when he needs to. Uh, he's a guy that I really think is going to be a catalyst for this offense moving forward. You know, how, ex how exciting is it to see kind of him showcasing some of that agility and uh, just even though in basic drills and some shorts, it's still nice to see that he's out there doing some good work. For sure. And I even think in the first clip, like that's just the basic zone stretch run. That's a staple in Michael Ford's offense. And I think that's the reason why so many people love the fit for Brees to the Jets is he's perfect in that outside zone scheme. I saw a couple of reports today, like his vision, his patience, that one cut ability was all on display. And I think these types of runs right here that you're looking at are exactly why, you know, he fits perfectly in this Jets offense. And secondly, in this clip, I just think some of his agility, you know, how natural his, you know, movement is, and he's a generational athlete, 99th percentile. And, I think you're really able to see all those traits on display here with Brees. And obviously, as noted earlier, you know, there were some reports today he was really contributing in the passing game as well. So really exciting. And look, Brees is a 21-year-old, very young. And to me, he's primed to make an immediate impact and being the offensive rookie of the year conversation for the Jets. Absolutely. I mean, just look at how explosive he is, like right up the gut there. When he gets vertical, man, he's gone. Like he's he's very, very quick to get vertical. Um, his feet are very natural, they move very naturally. Bam. Plants that strong leg in the in the ground and up upfield he goes. So really nice here. Um, a little bit some uh, take a look at some of these uh, offensive. Back in the Navy tee. Yep. I mean, damn, that's a nice looking group right there. We're talking about two guys that could be all pros according to Robert Sala. They have that type of potential. Here's some uh, some running game duos combinations. You know, you see getting to that second level, and of course you see Becton really just taking advantage of the guy with the pad there. I don't know who it is, but I mean, he just compl I mean, he's. He's like, good God, that guy could move me, <laughs> move a boulder if he wanted to. I know he's that's Max Mitchell with AVT, the rookie. Yeah. Max Mitchell's a small guy. Yeah. Or quick. He, yeah, he's a good athlete. Yeah, he is. And in that first clip, like you said, seeing George Fant, Lakin Tomlinson, and Connor McGovern as well from left tackle to center, it's, it's a good group. Obviously, you see Sauce here, the length, the height, really exciting. And he was obviously with the starters today, so. Yeah. Really nice stuff, man. Sauce getting out there. DJ Reed. I don't think he's is he practicing right now, DJ? I think he's out right now, right? I think DJ Reed was one of the stars of yesterday's practice report. Oh, he was. Okay, okay. I thought he was dealing with something, but it looks like he's back. He he was actually, but he he said uh in his press conference when they reported two days ago that he was all cleared for camp. Amazing. Okay, so they got their two guys. I mean, look how look at this guy. Uh look at how long this dude is. Like I said yesterday about Denzel Mims, Sauce Gardner's like a pterodactyl. Look at that wingspan. Even his neck looks like it's long. I mean, dude, looking like the, the Mike Glennon neck out here. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, but look, this guy has the perfect tangible traits for a cornerback um, at the NFL level. He is quick. He's fast. He's aggressive. He's charismatic. He's confident. Um, he's got great hands. He's, you know, a guy that's going to make an impact for this Jets secondary. You know, you look at the players last year, a lot of them were late round draft picks, you know, maybe some veterans thrown into the mix that ne not necessarily were should have been starters. Um, this is a bona fide starting corner, and then DJ Red as well. Probably CB1 and CB2 right now, and inter interchangeable probably by the midway point in the season. Uh, but Sauce Gardner definitely looking pretty good there. I'm excited about this team, my friends. Like, this is going to be a fun season. 
um, especially over the next couple of weeks. Now, Garrett Wilson's a guy I'd love to discuss momentarily because he has looked really good. We'll throw in some extra clips in for you guys so you can check it out. Um, you know, he had a really nice catch from Joe Flacco over the middle, right over a, a defensive back, um, you know, spinning around, hauls it in there. Good job from him. Corey Davis, a guy, he dropped 10 to 15 pounds at 205. You know, I, I want to hear your perspectives on Garrett Wilson making some nice catches, really making an impact early in camp. And Davis, uh, down a couple pounds. Like, what do you think that does for him? And I guess maybe increases his uh, efficiency in terms of mobility and agility. For sure. I think starting with Garrett, the, these four top picks the Jets made, obviously we spoke about Brees and Sauce and, you know, throw Jermaine Johnson there as well. I think you're really expecting immediate contributions from all four of these guys and, you know, I think the Jets really want to ease Garrett in. It's nice when you have Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Braxton Barrios, and you can now run two tight end sets on first and second down to gradually get Garrett Wilson up to speed. And it's no surprise that he's already making those circus catches. You know, he's got that contest catch ability, the long arms, the big hands, the catch radius, the vertical ability to jump, stay in the air, adapt his frame. You know, it's good to hear all that on display and just knowing that he's already proven those, you know, incredible catches he can make and, I think with Corey, you know, he's a guy I think people are sleeping on. I think it's kind of risky to really write him off. I think last year's situation was tough for him, and it seems like he had a really productive offseason. He got some good work in with Zach, and he's the possession guy of this group. You know, he's about 6'3 and over 200 pounds. You know, he's great over the middle on intermediate routes, and he's just a veteran presence that I think this receiver group needs. He absolutely is. And, you know, I could honestly see him becoming the wide receiver three by the end of the season. Moore and Gary Wilson are that good. Um, but, you know, you have to have that big possession veteran guy uh, that can make an impact in multiple ways. So Corey Davis, I do believe, will be a essential factor to this offense. But I could see his role kind of diminishing as the season progresses, as Zach Wilson kind of gets a little bit more uh, comfortable with Elijah Moore and Wilson, um, who are two guys that I think will create a lot of separation. You know, Corey Davis isn't, isn't known for his ability to create separation. Um, but Wilson and Moore absolutely are, especially after the catch. They are both lethal. Uh, so it'll be fun to see. But CJ Ozoma seems to be a really good guy. Like, I just keep seeing pictures of him. He had that thing of, uh, like, Zach Wilson, like, person of the year uh, times. And he he just seems to be a good locker room presence, a good dude, uh, making a positive impression on this team already. That's just, that's my quarterback, man. You know, I got to, hey, I got to support that man any way I can. And, um, yeah, I, I ran it by, um my agency and a couple of one of my like a couple of friends and I was like yo Zach like is this straight if I wear this in here and he was like dude I don't, I don't care do whatever do whatever you want to so um yeah that's pretty much the thought that went into it I was like all right cool here we go you know what are your what's your take on the early impression of CJ Zoma and kind of what he's doing for sure I think the main thing with CJ Uzama and why the Jets wanted him so badly this guy and you're seeing it already just how charismatic he is the leadership the locker room presence he was obviously a part of a lot of tough teams with the Bengals and, you know, was a core leader to that Super Bowl run last year. We got a comment on the short yesterday. He was like walking out, to, out onto the field and he said, yes, football. And it's just that excitement that he brings. I think he continues to speak highly of Zach Wilson in his press conference today. They asked him something like comparing him to Joe Burrow and he said, it's going to happen. You know, it's just a matter of when. And I think that's a big thing that, you know, Robert Sala and Joe Douglas have placed such an emphasis on is just, bringing in strong character individuals, veterans, guys who've won games. And I think Uzama is providing all that. And he's, he, he could be a fan favorite in no time with his personality. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, he, I think he already is probably headed toward fan favorite pretty quickly. Um, but I'm excited to see that what this, what this team puts together in the coming weeks here. we got some fun practices, training camp, 
Um, of course, preseason will sneak up on us pretty quickly in a couple of days. Um, so it's exciting. I'd love to hear perspectives below in the YouTube comments. As always, my friends, make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode. Peace.